Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by John Robert Matz for Chia, a delightful open-world adventure set on tropical islands that are inspired by the real-life beautiful landscapes of New Caledonia. Now, one of the main things about this game, to me, this game revolutionized mobility in ways that make this game just absolutely enjoyable. Uh, I got a platinum trophy in it and loved absolutely every minute of it. It's just such a fun little romp, especially the music. John Robert Matz did a terrific job as usual, and he learned as much as he could about the history of music in New Caledonia, and he implemented, of course, instruments from the region, artists from the region, um, and, you know, not least of which all the things that uh, really hit me in the right place about this game is that it is a tropical game and it came to me right at the end of a really terrible winter, so that was awesome. John Robert not only released the main soundtrack, but he also released a secondary album called The Beach Sides, which includes some of the lovely sound design from the game, so we talk about that too. Join us on Discord to talk about this and other uh, soundtracks and games. You can find that link down in the show notes. Join us over on YouTube, subscribe, get notifications, give us a like, all of the things that you can possibly do to help us. We would be so grateful, uh, including supporting us financially. If you're able to, you can do that over on Patreon, patreon.com slash level. All right, here is John Robert Matz talking about his music for Chia. So you were saying about the slide mechanic. Go ahead and start that over if you don't mind. Cause <laughs> sure. Because and then we'll we'll then we'll, we'll wrap around other stuff. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get to the actually uh, no, what like, the game is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's one of those little things. Like uh, like you know when we were we were like looking at some of the some of the earlier sections of the game. I think it might have actually, ironically, uh, I think it might have been one of the bits where you are moving through the banyan tree uh in like the uh the reveal bits and like there was a bit where there's like just a bunch of roots that like wound down and i don't even know if it made it into the final game or if it got tweaked because i don't remember seeing it in the end uh mm. and just thinking man you should just be able to slide down this should just cause your character to slide when yeah. you hit this point because like you know and my brain was like immediately thinking back to like playing like you know the uncharted games and like having like uh moving through a uh, linear path for once and having it uh, slide down like you know could we do that mm-hmm. and like I, I just remember, uh, like, uh, Roman just being like, huh, can we do that? <laughs> and then, like, um, a week later, there was a slide in the game. And so suddenly you could just, like, just run along and press that crouch button and go into a slide, you know. And I swear, then we started, like, changing. <laughs> maybe we didn't, but maybe just, like, just, like, tweaking the, the, uh, the, uh, topography slightly to just, like, create more places where you could just, like, slide down a path <laughs> and then hit a ramp at the end and pop your glider and sail out. That kind of thing. Uh, so but, good. uh, it's, so it's, it's just a game that really just makes movement, like, joyous, you know? Yeah, yep. Yeah. There were a lot of things I found joyous about the game. We're talking about Chia, and I'll have you describe it 
uh, in your own words momentarily, but, um, you know, for, for me personally, it went up on, um, you know, PlayStation Plus, whatever they call I can't even remember. I subscribe to it, whatever their subscription <laughs> thing is. You yeah, know, there's PlayStation like, there's Now the, or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. There's like two different, there's like three different tiers. It's like the yeah. mid and the high tier. Um, yeah, and, and it's like up it's, on it's, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, just this beautiful tropical game. So beautiful. And for me, it came at the end, and for many Minnesotans, of a really awful, awful, legendary history book record-breaking winter. Yeah. And, I mean, you may be experienced this too, but we literally had snow from before Thanksgiving until, <laughs> like, four weeks ago. I mean, Love it was it. crazy. So it it was awful, terrible. We had parking restrictions because there was just so much snow. There wasn't anywhere to park. It was just awful. And so to, like, come home or be at home while there's the... 17th winter storm literally happening outside. It's like, it was just bliss. So that was my like initial emotion to starting Chia was, oh my God, this is where my heart is right now (laughs) is these beautiful islands that actually exist in real life. So John Robert, please describe Chia and your amazing music for it. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chia is a uh, a kind of a, a an open world exploration adventure game set in a fictionalized version of a New Caledonia, which is uh, a a a nation, uh, uh, you know, a French nation, basically sandwiched not sandwiched, but like between. Uh, Australia and New Zealand, if that helps you place it in the world. It's uh, it's a few islands in an archipelago. Um, not super big, uh, but it's uh, home to some incredibly, like, incredible biodiversity and uh, some very uh, dramatic uh, you know, environmental shifts. They have, like, everything from mountains to uh, varieties of, uh, of wetlands uh, and just, like, a lot of very interesting things. And, like, the country itself is fascinating and there's a lot of animals and creatures that are only found there and a lot of very interesting culture as well and the team uh you know the the two founders of awaseb uh are are both from there they grew up there and then they went to uh to france uh to to go to university uh which you know after graduating there that's when i met them and worked on their first game you know they wanted to do something that was based on their home, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to kind of share that with the world and give it, you know, a treatment. Like most people don't even know, you know, where New Caledonia is, haven't even right. heard of the name, maybe only in passing, you mm-hmm. know, and so they wanted to do something that was a tribute to their to their country, to their landscape, their flora and fauna, you know, and, and their culture. Uh, and that includes the music, you know. Uh, <laughs> and when they when they told me they wanted me to do this and then we were doing this as like a non, like, you know, when we worked on Fossil Echo, and I may reference that a few times, which is, you know, a 2D platformer. Uh, it was their first game. Um, Many years ago now, yes. In tw- 2016 was when that came out. Yeah. And like that's yeah. a that was an interesting project to be a part of. And it was much more, it definitely still played with a lot of like, uh, elements of, uh, you know, little, little touchstones that felt like they were, uh, adjacent 
to that kind of Pacific Islands uh, culture, but like it was a fantasy world. Um, and there are actually some, there's secretly some connections between this game and that game, but you oh, know, cool. we'll get into that. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but like it was a fantasy world, so you could kind of get away with anything like mm. musically, like I wasn't yeah. beholden to anything. I got to, you know, like the references that I got were like odd world and, uh, uh, and, and, uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 and stuff <laughs> like that, like, which was not what we went for in terms of tone, but like the yeah. emotional points in that game. So it was like very, <laughs> very different vibes, uh, yeah. than this. And, but this one is like, we're doing something that is from a culture that is, uh, distinct and unique and fascinating that yeah. is its own kind of mashup of you know french colonial uh like you have, you have stuff that is you know music from around the world you have music that is influenced by like you know reggae and stuff like that you have stuff that is much more influenced by what we think of as like western or country music coming across and you have like also a lot of stuff that is like related to connected to traditional New Caledonian music, which is, you know, similar to like other Melanesian uh, music, but not quite the same. Yeah. Um, and so they come to me and ask me to do the music because I worked on the previous game and we had such a good relationship on that one. Mm -hmm. And that one went over with so well, like, it's cool. I also feel so utterly uniquely unqualified to be working <laughs> on something like this. I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't speak French. I'm not from <laughs> New Caledonia. I'm from Chicagoland. I'm here in the middle of the country. I have seen the ocean a handful of times in my life. Right. Uh, and so and and here am I trying to do this this weird uh, this weird thing, and so it's mm -hmm. like um, it is a it is a, it is this is interesting project, and so like okay, they they do actually want me to do this. We are going to uh, make sure that we are working with. Uh, local artists the the voice actors one of the earliest things is they're going to be songs in this game and the voice yeah. actors are going to be local uh, uh actors and in some cases like known musicians and they're all going to sing so i'm like cool they're gonna sing uh that's good uh we that'll give us some like grounding here we're gonna mm -hmm. have like one of the earliest things that i got was like uh some of the uh, samples of the the Melanesian choir music of the sort that you hear like in uh, in the Thin Red Line, like the stuff that was not Zimmer's writing, uh, the, yeah. the actual choral stuff, and like that kind of stuff was like a, a touchstone. Like, oh, we want to have this, so we're like mm -hmm. trying to connect with, you know. Uh, choral groups in New Caledonia and and like make sure that, all right we're gonna have authentic performers for the key parts here, uh, but I still have to do. Um, this huge deep dive into uh, the basically like musical ethnomusicological history of an entire country uh, yep. <laughs> and try to do my best to to research it. So I'm like looking at like, you know, I, I managed to find like some like bootleg documentaries that aired on French national television talking about like the history of Kanak music uh, and like, you know, and like, thank, thank thank god it's all subtitled so i can like see what they're talking about <laughs> yeah. uh you know and like uh try to understand like what's being discussed i'm like going through french language musicological journals and awkwardly translating stuff to try to like make sure i know what i'm doing and know what i'm talking about listening to as mm. much of like you know source music as i can yeah. uh there's this there's this great pinch point in the 1930s where i i don't know exactly what happened 
uh, but there apparently was a lot more of the traditional uh, music uh, of uh, of the the native islanders that kind of gets crushed out, wiped out, erased. I don't know, and only mm. a few things remain. Um, like one of the major elements is there's a traditional dance uh, that has traditional, you know, tr- traditional dance form, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. called the pilu, which is actually a, a section of the game that replicates that. Um, mm-hmm. And there is a specific, like, um, you know, rhythmic uh, element to it, which you hear in the game. It's this It's almost a triplet, but not quite. It's a little, little different. the equivalent of like saying that like swing is just like triplets it's not okay. quite yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. uh it's a little bit more uh it's got a little more like sharpness to it uh mm-hmm. and so like that is a, a rhythmic element in like uh a, you know like a two or four time that kind of is like a, a steady pulse through all this dance music um and like there's a slight range of you know tempo differences but it's all in this mm-hmm. same ballpark so mm-hmm. a lot of the same kind of dance uh elements can be used and like that I tried to like that is like the one core element there that isn't uh, stuff that came later that you know like guitars and instruments and stuff of that sort that get imported from the rest of the world and then incorporated into their sound and so I did mm-hmm. as much as I could to kind of like incorporate that stuff yeah uh, into the the musical approach uh, you know like weave that kind of rhythm into things uh, use the kinds of instruments that you get from there but also other. Uh, you know, other Melanesian, uh, you know, Pacific Island nations in that area, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and bring that stuff in, uh, as well as like, you know, like I said, like all the songs and stuff, all the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. were uh, you know were uh, written all in French and Drehu, uh, which right. I always pronounce things wrong. I'm sorry, uh, but like you know, having to like put all that stuff together. Uh, uh, Mary Lou Lopez Aguilera, uh, who wrote all the lyrics uh, for okay. for these things, did you know, did all the translations, worked with people over there to make sure we were like saying things correctly, okay. doing stuff properly, uh-huh. and then you know set up recording sessions and made this and made this whole thing happen so that we have these lovely songs, yeah. uh, you know, all the choral stuff that you hear, uh, and kind of like making it all come together and attempting to the best of my ability to give us something that was not a, uh, that, that was more authentic, that mm-hmm. was that was true to the spirit and the sound while still fitting the adventure of the game, yeah. you know, and, and giving it, you know, what it, what it needed, you know, what, while respecting the traditions and the, you know, the, the, the culture uh, of the music. I did my best. Uh, I hope that you know what what I've from what I've heard from folks in New Caledonia, like it has hit correctly. Like oh, I, good. I don't think you know. I, I'm hoping that like you know like uh, you know like that it is like 
that, that people have enjoyed it. Like, you know, they, but they seem to like, they, they recognize you know, just reading like YouTube comments and stuff like yeah. that. And people like, I'm from here. And like this, this part, like, you know, touched me in this oh, way. Like oh, so I recognize great. this, you know, and it's like, yes, yes, <sighs> yes. Oh, um, great. You know, but uh, I'm, yeah. I've now rambled for no, <laughs> several that's, minutes that's here. No, you yep. honestly, you ticked some of my questions off the list, which yeah. is great. Uh, but because I was, I was very curious about the songs, and I think we'll come back to the songs in, in a bit um, sure. because they're worth worth. Uh, there were a bunch of them, um, but I mean, there are so. You know, you you did point out that music is a big part of the game, and it and and just in a way that can't really be overstated for someone who's not played it right like this this is a huge part of this game and and yeah. you know things like you know chia is who's a, you know a little girl i don't know how old she is 12 14 something like that it's, it's her it's her, i think i believe my brain is now like betraying me i believe it's her 12th birthday at the beginning okay yeah something like that she's young you know mm -hmm. and she she's just traversing this land trying to solve all these problems and um it's 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 great and we'll i'm sure talk more about all those things too but uh but point being she gets a ukulele right away right yeah. you get this ukulele and not only do you play along with the songs but you can play the ukulele whenever you want you've mm -hmm. given us varying uh, you know a wheel of chords that we can play and let's be honest, ukulele doesn't have a million options anyway, right? No. <laughs> it's uh, a tiny instrument, so it doesn't have a ton of chords like guitar wood or something. But I mean, but you yeah. can play. I mean, like it's it's got four strings. Um, you know, yeah. you can technically play anything you want. You know, you yeah. need four strings to play four notes. That's a say. That's that's most chords, unless you're going to extended chords, right? So right. you can theoretically right. do just about yeah. anything, and yeah, for and sure. that's actually it's it's a fun uh, that's a fun thing to jump in on, like because one of the first features in the game that we wanted to have was this playable ukulele that you would be able to use to kind of influence the world and to like play along with things. Yeah. Um, and so Phil, uh, who's kind of our project lead, uh, and I sat down and like figured out how to do this. He's like, okay, how can we make this a functional instrument on a controller? Yeah. And he wanted to make sure that you could do anything, any piece of music, any you could play any song you mm. could do whatever you darn well pleased with this and it yeah. would work and so i kind of like you know we, we had several like long meetings where we sat down and like i figured out like all right okay how can we make this work we have like this this wheel that is a scale basically uh mm -hmm. you know a lot of the the audio team worked on wander song as well uh okay. which has a a similar kind of tone wheel uh, to select notes uh, for the bard to sing. And so, like, I, I, you know, that that's maybe a connection there, but it's definitely, like, all right, it's been, this is a system that has been used. We can do this. And the idea of, like, selecting a note on a wheel with the left stick is good. Uh, what else do we need? Okay, well, we can play single notes with the X button and then play the higher octave version of that note with the Y button. And, okay, that's cool. That's nice. Uh, and then I'm like, all right, how can we do chords? And this is where you pause and go, hmm, what if we delete seven chords completely and only have triads? No one's going to miss a, an extended chord. And then we only have major, minor, augmented, and diminished options to worry about. Let's make the 
triggers shift us up and down a half step. So we have nice thing about ukulele is it's a C yeah. major instrument. You know, the, co the <laughs> yep. open strings are C, E, G, and A. So if you play yep. it, you get like a, a C6 chord or C add yeah. six or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, or if you want to get fancy, it's like technically an A minor seven, but you know, <laughs> anyway, but anyway, that's Second for you inversion. music theory nerds out there. <laughs> Second inversion, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Anyway, uh, first yeah, A minor seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. First A minor. Uh, you know, uh, in in first inversion. Uh, <laughs> but at, anyway, um, it is you know. So we're like, okay, we're gonna delete seven chords. We can, like, let's do half steps with the triggers, so we can go C and then C sharp if we pull the right trigger, C flat if we pull the left trigger. You know, and then then it'll shift everything up and down half step. And if you're playing yeah. it already, you can kind of bend the notes to make kind of cool little yeah. things. So like, if you play a C and then you pull the trigger, it'll bend up half step, and you can get that analog bend if you want. Or if you pull it in advance, it's already half steps. Cool, that's nice. <laughs> what about how do we do? You know, triads uh, then here. So we have C major. You have all our diatonic triads. So C major, D minor, E minor, mm -hmm. F major, G major, A minor, a minor B, B diminished, diminished because we gotta stick with the rules, right? Yeah. Why not? And yeah. then C major in the high octave. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Then we can shift up a half step. So it's C sharp major, D mm -hmm. sharp minor, etc. By using the trigger, you know, or yeah. we could go down to C flat major which is <laughs> right b major b major yeah and harmonic right so we have yeah, harmonics yeah. cool then and this is where we start to like you get pretzel hands but you can technically do it yeah we will imagine all of our chords on a uh on a, on a spectrum where you go from your perspective for everyone who can see the video version of this uh from uh left to right you have diminished minor major augmented so if the chord is major and we use the right bumper we make it slightly wider and it becomes augmented if the chord is minor and you use the right bumper it goes slightly wider it becomes major if it's minor and we go left bumper we become diminished if it's major mm -hmm. it becomes minor okay so yeah yeah with all those in mind and by using the triggers to tr do enharmonics we can now play every possible augmented, diminished, major or minor chord that you could want. Amazing. And it worked. <laughs> there are some overlap where, like, you have an enharmonic and an enharmonic, and it's like, oh, that's fine. It's okay. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. You can do everything. Uh, you just need to understand what, you know, what the enharmonic possibilities are. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and how to like, work it. Yeah. And how to work it. And so you have these chords and then you have your A button and your B button are mapped to strumming down and strumming up. Yeah. So you can alternate between them and have a nice, like, reasonable yeah. sounding flow to the music. Yeah. Uh, to the, to the, your to the, X to the and your, and your circle. Yeah. On, on, on PlayStation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> but button, it on triangle. PC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you can now play your melodies in multiple octaves, any note yeah. you possibly want, uh, sharps and flats included, and every possible chord you could want uh, as a strum if you want. Or you could just like play individual notes and arpeggiate chords if you want, uh, you know, and kind of like, here you go, a fully playable functional instrument that can do anything. You yeah, know, yeah. which means you're free to make stuff sound terrible if you want, <laughs> or if you don't use the triggers at all and you're just playing, you know, with just the wheel, it mm -hmm. sounds pretty good by itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it sounds great.
Yeah. And so, like, that is, it was basically, like, this is simultaneously an, an instrument and a toy and then part of the gameplay mechanics, which, right. you know. Because you in, get special powers from playing certain chords, exactly. which, which all spell funny things, <laughs> which is great. I loved that. It's I was so like, dumb. oh, it's the best. So let me remember now what it is. Dog, if you want to, if you want to, is D-A-A-G. Yeah, yeah. Feed, if you do F-E-E-D, you call animals around you. Yeah, because you're going to feed I think them, of course. bird was bird, uh, B-A-A-D, because there's no R, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, it's something like that. Something um, along those lines. What were some of the other funny ones? Like, oh, <sighs> all the day parts. Dawn, um, morning, what was morning? Cafe. Yeah, C-A-F-E. Mm-hmm. Noon, noon was, what's Noon. They all of them were clever. But yeah, there's just there's yeah, all these like clever. there's all these jokes. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I can't take credit for those. Like originally we had actually gone and like we got to write little melodies for all these things that you're gonna play. You know, kind of like yeah. more like Ocarina of Time or something like that, where you play a little tune and it changes the thing. Yep. And they're like, what if it was just really quickly chord 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 chord? Yeah, and you could remember it a little bit easier as a as a if it spells something. Yeah, yeah so you know, good. like. And there you go. And so you get what we have. And it's like, you know what? It, it, it works so better good. that way. And that way they could also yeah. just like, they made them up on the fly. Like, this is a good one. <laughs> what, I, what I saw dog was dog. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. It made, it made me just, I was like, sorry, as a person uh, adjacent to Chicago, ah, give me a dog. Dag. Yeah, it's good. It's good dog. Dag. Yeah. I love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, anyway, go pat the dog. Anyway. Uh, oh, that so. was so great. It's fun and and I mean, speaking of which, so so you know, just in case that wasn't clear, like you play a set of chords, four chords on the you call up your ukulele, you play four chords, and something happens. It either changes yeah. the time of day if you want it to be, you know, noon instead of evening or whatever, or you can, you know, one of the mechanics in chia is that you soul jump, so you you as the young uh, lady jump into an animal or an object and. Yeah. So you can like play a chord and a bird will show up and you can jump into the bird and fly the hell away, which is yep. so wonderful. And I loved that feeling uh, so, so very much. Being in the air and just soaring above the island and oh, it was just great. And just the combinations of of soul jumping, like before we hit record, you were talking about how you can soul jump. And this is actually a trophy that you have to get if you want to get platinum like I did. You soul jump into a rock, and then you sh- shoot the rock. You like I can't yeah, remember. You can you like so you fire can the soul rock. throw uh, objects. So yeah. you can't soul throw an animal, thank goodness. Right, but you can yeah. soul throw an object. <laughs> objects so, like rocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can possess a rock, and then you can like hold down the left trigger, which like launches it a little hop up into the air and slows down time. And you aim the trajectory, and you pull the right trigger to fire the object. Yeah, but. As the object is leaving you, if you rapidly repossess it, you hitch a ride on the object you've just thrown. (laughs) So you can just, like, fire a coconut, like, miles and miles just by constantly doing this. And it's uh, it's more energy efficient because, like, non you know these these objects, you're not moving them. They are being moved already, you know, so you can just possess it fire it repossess it fire it. but you have to do it fast before it leaves yes. your zone yeah you um, gotta be quick a little bit of challenge to that but it's yeah but it's, it's such a fun dumb mechanic so fun 
You mentioned and, like oh yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead. good. No, oh, you mentioned like uh, dumb anecdote, but I just I love this. Uh, when we were in testing, like earlier on, like you know, birds are generally like just the most controllable things. Like every animal you can possess gives you like different abilities. So mm-hmm. some are just like right. deer go incredibly fast and can jump frequently mm-hmm. to the dooms, but they can jump really far. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, and like just cannonball up you know across terrain dogs can go almost as fast and they can dig you know Mm -hmm. uh fish and and dolphins and stuff can dive and you don't have to worry about breathing underwater yes Um, love that but (sighs) birds just they can go anywhere you know they can they're small they can fly high above things you don't have to worry about climbing and stamina uh and so what i kept discovering was when i'd like load up test instances of the game uh they would just like default to you having a backpack full of birds uh, <laughs> for testing. <laughs> so just like, I got to go somewhere rather than typing in the commands to teleport you to another island or whatever. Amazing. Just six birds in your backpack and unlimited, uh, unlimited <laughs> possession meter. And just like, boop, there we go. Bird, <laughs> go. Uh, so fantastic. And they just drop the bird. Bird flies away. I got five more in my bag. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, right. Anyway, sorry. That was my dumb anecdote. No, Carry I on. love it. But, well, you mentioned how you get special powers. Like if you soul jump into a cat, you have night vision. The dolphins jump and do flips in the air, which is super fun. But also, fun. you know, and then sharks bite. But they're not, you know, <laughs> you can't like attack a turtle or anything like yeah, that with yeah. it. But, um, but, of course, birds poop which is so funny it's like the only <laughs> that's the special I, power you get in addition to obviously being a bird right you, you're <laughs> flying and that's just you're a bird so you get to do birdie things which includes pooping i so badly wanted there to be a trophy for that for like just pooping on an islander's head pooping, or something oh, the worst yeah <laughs> i've seen way too many people <laughs> like that that is is 100 just like a joke that is there it doesn't serve like an actual gameplay purpose but it makes you every single person smile oh it's every just, time because the sound effects are all done by oh, people you can yeah. tell so it's just oh, somebody yeah. going which is uh-huh. just so <laughs> funny I, just, I, that is half of my that could be millie or could be m i'm not sure who did that but just going so like yeah. just terrible sounds with their mouth so Wonderful. good it's beautiful oh it's beautiful. god well let's talk let's talk more specifically about the music i'm sorry just okay. you know truly just i mean come on you always have to take a diversion if you can talk about bird poop you gotta yes go exactly i mean i've been pooped on Four times. I'm so sorry. I thought it was five, but I can't remember the fifth. I can only remember four. <laughs> it was so bad clearly. you wiped it from your memory. I know, but I could have sworn at some point there was, there was a fifth one in there. But we'll Love say it. four because I can remember four. Um, so, okay. So, oh, God, where do I want to go? Well, oh, well, for one thing, s- swimming, the, I loved the underwater music. found it so perfectly like what I wanted to hear down below which you spend a lot of time diving which is you can so yeah. great and you can get a um you can play your ukulele to breathe underwater for a certain length of time but you also can soul jump into underwater creatures and then you don't have to really worry about it so I, I still uh, remember the one time like there was uh, I was watching a streamer I I know we don't try to backseat game very much but yeah but like i like that i'd already been like 
flagged as the composer so i was like chatting with him and I'm like i can't get through this thing and i'm like you know what you know what rocks don't have to breathe <laughs> and just like watch them like mine yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh wait, yeah. it's like there's no fish around. How do I get? You know, like I can't possess a fish, and like oh, they didn't have the the bu- like the uh, the bubble power yet, so you can like breathe underwater. See, yep. rocks rocks don't have to breathe. Oh my god, rocks I never did that. I never took a rock underwater. Yeah. You can just do it. <laughs> it but works. see, and I definitely, I think, I think most people who play the game will have those epiphany moments about mm-hmm. moving around. Right? You've, yeah. The, the mechanics in the game have really, like, unshackled a lot of, like, really any other game that I've played personally. I mean, to in order to just, like, move around the island, which you can fast travel to in very specific yeah. ways. It's not just blanket fast travel. Yeah, we can, we can, but, we can say, and like, I'm there, glad there are docks it's not. for your boat that you can Yeah, you get. can d- travel from dock to dock, but I'm, which is helpful, but... But not having just like, oh, I can fast travel whenever I want yeah. is really nice because then it does kind of allow you to play with that mechanic of getting around. Yeah, they, they I mean, fun. there's a lot of stuff in this game that like we were not 100% like I wasn't, I, you know, we weren't 100% sure how people were going to react to it, but it was very much design decision choices. Like, okay, we are not going to show your actual location on the map. You yeah. are not on the map. Uh, you are, you can press a button and Chia will, like we've recorded a whole bunch of lines of her saying, I think I'm near this thing. Yep. And circle the spot yeah. on the map. But it's a very general area. Yeah. 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 And so you go, okay, I'm in somewhere in this circle. And then you can look around for landmarks in real life and pull your compass out. You can, but you can also like, there, there are ways around it. Like you can put a pin on the map and your compass will put, point you towards it. So you can always find your way to where you need to go. But if you're like trying to find something specific, you gotta, you do a little bit of orienteering, you know? Also, if you're on your boat, one of the, one of the other advantages of having the boat is the boat is on the map. So you can always see exactly where you are with the boat. Yes. Uh, You know, whereas... You know, once you get off the boat and head inland, you got to do a little bit of a uh, little bit of orienteering. But that's also mm-hmm. where, like, getting a bird and flying up really high, so you can see. Oh, yep. there's the river, and yep. there's that little gully, and there's that pool in the middle of the land. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's here. That means I need to go just north of it, and there yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, uh, so and that, and that works really well. Like, it mm-hmm. forces you to slow down a little bit. When it, the game is, like you said, so much of the game is about getting around and mm-hmm. making movement through this you know I, I think it's this beautiful world but like this 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 lovely tropical uh setting with all these different little biomes micro microclimates etc you know just uh, make making moving through that space joyful and fun and exciting you know uh yeah. like that was kind of paramount to the game design like yeah you know the yeah. combat is there. You can do that stuff if you want. You can get f- good at it and feel real cool. Yeah. But most of the time, it's just like, how do I get from point A to point B in the mm-hmm. most fun manner possible?
talk about some of the instruments because, uh, you know, obviously we've talked about the ukulele. I'm sure it'll come up again. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of like flutes in there, especially with Chia's theme. Um, mm-hmm. And I-, I think you played those, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is all like, uh, it is just like, like most of Chia's stuff is played on a very inexpensive, simple, <laughs> like, you know, uh, bamboo flute that i if i try to play this right now like as i was as i've been playing it like it's been deteriorating so it's like you know you know it's just it's a very kind of like woody you know very very like we wanted i have like better flutes and like what do we (laughs) want to use here uh and phil was like it needs to sound like worse basically it needs to sound more (laughs) rustic it needs to sound more more uh, less focused more more airy and like mm-hmm. trying to find the right sound you know there are some interesting flutes like native to new caledonia that are also bamboo but they're like transverse flutes that you plug both ends and like oh interesting they, they, they're, they're super weird you just change like you have very limited control over the notes you can play so it's more of a rhythmic instrument than anything else okay. like you, you can hit like overtones and stuff like that yeah. and like i tried to emulate those instruments with some of the other flutes that i have uh, i am not a good transverse flutist uh, flautist at all uh which <laughs> yeah. you know uh hopefully uh doesn't reflect too badly in the grand scheme of things but yeah i used that i used um i used a, a nicer bamboo flute for some of the uh some of the other themes like uh, mayavor's motif is kind of like a lot of times it is that Sometimes I'll like double double it with like a uh, like a, a bass recorder, you know, oh, or okay. Uh, okay. you know something like that, and try to like to add a little bit of extra like low end sinisterness. Obviously, a whole bunch of guitars in there, uh, you know, and and the ukulele. I did not know how to play guitar when the project started. Uh, uh, I still would not consider myself able to play guitar in any way, (laughs) and yet I am (laughs) attempting to use it uh, all the time. So what can I do? Yeah, Uh, yeah. it is. Yeah, I I don't know how to play chords. Uh, I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but I can play (laughs) melodies and I can play like... You know, improvis. You know, I, I can play little, little uh, like arpeggios and, and things like that. And so, like everything is very painstakingly stitched together. And I'm sure if anyone's <laughs> like listening to the score, that is a guitarist. Like there are a few mm-hmm. places where I need a better guitarist than me. And so I went to uh, one of a two, one of you know, two, two yeah. friends, uh, Grant uh, Henry. Eric, yeah, Grant and and, and Eric uh, to to kind of like play uh, Eric Peabody to to play. Uh, some more of my uh, stuff. It's like this is this is beyond me. <laughs> I need you to sound good, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. So whatever we had, like, uh, so I think like, uh, so like Eric played. Uh, uh, he goes by goes by the name Viking Guitar. If you want to go look him up, he's he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, good friend of mine. He played uh, guitar for many of the songs. 
uh, when it wasn't stuff that I was playing myself. Uh, and uh, and Grant uh, did the music, uh, did the guitar for the main theme, mm-hmm. so you get to hear his stuff there. But so like guitar was important because you know, that shows up a lot in you know more popular music uh, sure. in New Caledonia. Like I mean, mm-hmm. like everywhere, frankly, like everyone in the entire world, guitar. Yes. that's the instrument. So yes. it makes sense that it gets used here. But I, I most of the stuff that I did for the game, I went with um, my my actually dug out my dad's old classical like nylon string guitar because nice. I really just liked the sound of it. It had oh, it's great. It, it blended well with the nylon strings of the, the, the ukulele yeah. and uh, it just felt like uh, it just had a warmth to it. And like mm-hmm. to the point where like one of the strings like was broken <laughs> when I got it. Uh, <laughs> and I just never replaced it because oh, wow. it had the, the weird like aged quality. I don't know of the strings that were on it. Just like, it still sounded so good and recorded so nicely. Nice. That I didn't want to mess with that. I'm just like, please hold out all you <laughs> strings. Just keep working, uh, get through this project. Uh, but so there's that. And, and then like, like I said, a bunch of flutes, I uh, recorded mm-hmm. my usual things. I'm a brass player. So yep. you get to hear brass sometimes. Um, oh, beautiful trumpet solo in, uh, a, 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 I don't know how to say a moon, a moon yeah. city. Yeah. Gorgeous so, trumpet solo in there. Thank yeah. you. That, mm-hmm. See, now here's the fun part where I, 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 uh, I flipped the tables. It was a flugelhorn. Uh, oh, was you know? it really? Yeah. 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 I, I like, it, it's, it's a lot more mellow than, uh, than the trumpet. Oh, you know, uh, and so I like leaned well, on. Now the, I got to uh, hear it again. Cause I, I mean, I own one. I yeah. know the difference. I, now <laughs> I'm just very curious. I'll have to listen it's, to it's it It's a little bit in the high yeah. register. So, but, but it was yeah, like, it so felt it like masks it more up there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, I wanted something that had, I don't know why, maybe it's just me, but ever since I was a child, like there's something about the flugelhorn that felt like it feels, I don't know, urban. I blame, I blame it. It, it, it is, is urban, but relaxed and chill. Urban. Urban sounds weird. I, sh- I don't know, but no, it's like, it doesn't, I'm not, I'm not mocking you. I'm just curious. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I'm like a trumpet trumpet can be, you know what it is? Trumpet can be like, uh, a, a solo trumpet can be like, Copelandish, like ah, uh, like yeah. it can feel like ah, uh, we're out in the country, we're looking across the Great Plains. I see. But flugelhorn yeah, sure. is like always like ah, uh, city at night, or something okay, like okay. that. Like it has has a, a quality to it yeah, that in my brain that. is is associating with with that. Like there are a billion like British flugelhorn players and brass bands who would very much disagree uh, well, and have very different takes. Yeah, but when I think of like different. a sort of jazz almost sounding, yeah. you know, flugelhorn, like it, it has a it has a quality that to me just like feels like uh, a bit a bit of a city, you yeah. know, no, and, that and makes like tracks. Yeah, Amun is, you know, is is modern. It's got like, you know, you got like yeah. proper high rises and cars and trucks yep. and people milling about and mm-hmm. you know and everything else. Like it's it's you know, very similar to like, 
you know, some of the, you know, some of the major cities uh, in New Caledonia, like they want to like show, hey, we actually have, you know, we have, we have urban centers yeah. and shopping areas and, yeah. you know, restaurants and museums and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the stuff that you could, you know, normally expect to find in a, in a major metropolis, uh, yeah. you know, but then like other parts of the islands, like the other villages and, and stuff like that are much more like, here's like a little farm town and here, you know, like go to, go to Welly Welly. You know, and it's it's a little farm community. Yeah, Hunami yeah. is very much like a very traditional uh, Kanak village, you know, with their traditional buildings and their kind of layout, uh, you know. And so uh, there's there's like different vibes for all these towns. Um, but uh, but yeah, so like you know, yeah. did, I did most of the time the brass stuff was reserved for big cinematic moments, you know, yep. and mm-hmm. and like also the low brass, you know, for you know more more sinister stuff. We got choir, of course throughout uh and yeah. then we got like some of the weirder percussion instruments that are native to uh new caledonia the uh mm-hmm. you know stuff like the 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 bonjeps and the sonai and the weird leaves the that, leaves uh, the leaves which are just real fun It is again. It is like you know that the, the leaves are a fun thing actually because they are so many of the kind of percussion instruments that you hear in traditional New Caledonian music are, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, they're plant based. Like it's like oh we're gonna dry oh, yeah. out like 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 bonjeps are these weird little beaters that are. Um, uh, made out of like folded tree bark stuffed with like more mm. like like uh, uh what's the right way to put like almost like a batting of uh of like tree fibers and stuff like okay. that and so they are like kind of like uh, the, the sound is actually more like kind of like a drum almost that two drums that you hit against each other like these little triangle beaters they have a little huh talk fact sound like yeah. it's, it's kind of an interesting sort of uh timbre you know and they'll last for a while but eventually you'll kind of break them down and go out in the woods and peel some more bark off trees and make new ones um you know uh, there are other you know other instruments are like wow. hey we like using like uh big like logs that have been hollowed out to beat the ground as like a bass drum impact you get that like in the peeling yeah. sequence these these big be- you know big boom you hit the ground with but then like you get the leaves and the leaves are like one of these things that like i I remember like watching uh you know one of the one of the uh one of the documentaries that i stumbled across was just like uh interviewing a you know uh, a folk singer uh and Hmm. you know he just is like they're talking to him he's like walking through the woods and he like just picks a couple leaves off like dried leaves off of a fern that are these specific kind of leaves and they're very rigid and they're very hardy and he just starts to play them a against each other and like sing and it's like (laughs) that that is the thing like you hear those leaves all over the place especially in softer 
songs, more okay. intimate songs. And so like it is this very unique kind of almost like a, a ratcheting sound because you have all these little leaves that kind of yeah. brush against each other. But as you play them, they disintegrate, you know, sure. like because they fall apart. And then you yeah. just pull some more leaves. The problem is how do you like it is it is such a very specific kind of plant you know i can't just walk into my garden and get these and record them so uh when when phil uh was in new caledonia for christmas i think to go see his family uh Mm -hmm. he got some put them in a box and flew back to france with them and recorded on a little audio recorder a whole bunch of him playing them. We recorded sample after sample until it like fell apart finally. And okay. I turned those into a virtual instrument, which yes. then like you could play, I, which I used in a bunch of the score, but also like made it into a playable instrument for mm-hmm. like the first music sequence. So you're playing the leaves, you know, just a little tiny thing like that. Dunia, dunia. And we get to do triplets, which was very exciting. I'm like, oh, we're doing triplets right now. (laughs) Which I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, I was trying to set it up so that like pressing the button was one and then letting go was another. So you go. Oh, yeah. But that proved to be pro like it was a different mechanic than you ever have anywhere else where you're pressing a button and that does the thing. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we're going to make this simpler. You know, like there was refinement for a lot of the uh, for the music sequences. So so actually, you've touched on another thing that we didn't even talk about was like the game has all these songs uh, that you play along with. Yes. And so it turns into a rhythm game, basically, at this point. You play a variety mm-hmm. of instruments. Sometimes you're playing your ukulele. You're Sometimes you're playing leaves. Sometimes you're playing, you know, buonjeps and sonai. Sonai are like these uh, uh, basically like shaker things that are like uh, you wear around your, your, your ankles and stomp your feet. And they, they rattle and, and clatter in a, in a very pleasing way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like. You know, you have different, you know, these different mechanics for these different instruments and you play along with different characters who are singing. Sometimes it's a party. Sometimes it's just you and your dad singing around a campfire, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it, they, they end the, you know, it, it puts music front and center and kind of ties, you know, it, it's, you know, ties us to the, to the place. <laughs> You know, designing the rhythm games, you know, basically like trying to do game design, basically. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I, 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 all that stuff was like me digging back to, well, how would I build this stuff if I was like writing music for someone learning an instrument? You know, like we're going to start with simple ideas, you know, and like you already know how to press a button. So we don't have to worry about technique. You know, <laughs> what we have to learn, teach you is to to read timing and to know mm-hmm. how to press stuff and to kind of start feeling the music. And so like, you know, we start with just like simple presses on the beat. 
Uh, and then we progress to more complicated things and eventually like triplets. And then, you know, the next thing we're add, you know, we have the ukulele and, and mm -hmm. when you have the ukulele, now you have a, a pitch wheel that you have to select and press notes, you know, and, uh, it makes it, you know, it gives you more, uh, to do, but it's just a slow escalation yeah. through the game until, you know, towards the end there, you know, the, the final big number, you don't have a steady pulse to listen to but you can hopefully feel the music and feel the mm -hmm. pulse and know what you're supposed to do yeah. uh and you know it, it hopefully hits uh, appropriately uh strong yes. uh, at that yeah. moment so yeah. i'm trying to not spoil things <laughs> yes but you know what i'm talking about <laughs> one uh, of my favorite things is in that very first one when you're playing the dry leaves um the fern leaves mm -hmm. it it tells you on the screen you can't win or lose at music, just have fun. And I loved that. It's and true. then and then also um the fact that if you if you don't want to, because not everyone can, right? Like some yeah. people are unable to follow the beat or or whatever, because that's just part of humanity. And yeah. so you can skip. You don't have just, to you, if you, you don't want just, to. And I yeah, love that. Just, you can always skip you can so mm -hmm. you can skip anything in the game if you want to skip it, but the songs yeah. especially press that stick in and it just goes back to autoplaying. We created yeah. like basically like MIDI sequences that are the thing that is telling you what to play. Like behind the scenes, yeah. there's a MIDI sequence that is, you know, telling you what notes you're going to play. And then uh, if you flip that switch, it just does it automatically, yes. you know, so it will play perfectly and you can hear what the song is. There's another advantage yeah. to that. And that like a lot of the times they've created these beautiful music videos that you just want to watch and on top of that, you know, part and of the, the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? So mm -hmm. you have like this, you know, every song in the game, like I said, is not in English. Right. Uh, and if you're an English speaker, you're going to be reading subtitles. But if you're reading subtitles and playing an instrument <laughs> at the same time in time, it can get complicated. Mm -hmm. Like it, you, it's very hard to actually catch everything. Um which is you know which is a weird a weird challenge you know like it would be nice to uh it would be it'd be nice to have some way of like oh yeah getting like being able to experience these things and not have to worry about one of these you, know, you got to read you know we we didn't want to have songs in english suddenly or something like that so you can yeah. hear it like that would be wrong you got to do it yeah you know, with the subtitles but then understanding what's being said you mm -hmm. know can be tricky and so we tried to keep number one we tried to make sure like it kind of follows the rule of you know it's we weren't making a musical but we follow the rules of musicals basically mm -hmm. where the you know, or even if you will, the rules of like Baroque opera, where nothing happens in songs, everything happens <laughs> between the songs in the recitative or whatever else. <laughs> yeah. But the song is all just like we're in a we're in a moment and mm -hmm. we have an emotional expression. So even if you only get some of the lyrics, it's okay. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's and it's fine. There's a bit later where actually like 
it's a bit interesting and and i'm always curious to notice who catches it uh there's a, a song that then gets a reprise and the language changes uh oh, the second okay. time around uh okay. and like a, because a character has learned to sing it in a different language and that's kind of important uh okay. from a kind of a plot point uh yeah. but uh but but it's like that that, that kind of little detail you know it's like oh the, the subtitles are gonna be the same but there's a little <laughs> twist to this it's not the same song uh and it's been orchestrated differently and like mm -hmm. has different elements to it so like you know trying to uh trying to make that like come across again i'm being super cagey no you should spoilers. i want uh, people to play this game i really do like i want i want everyone to play this game it's it, the, the, there's so many good things about this game. I mean, another another thing that I find perfect about this game is that I platinumed it in, I don't know how many weeks, but it didn't take me like a year or six months or whatever. You know, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a big open world, but it's digestible and mm -hmm. manageable, especially for people who are busy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I am so overwhelmed by Tears of the Kingdom right now. It's just, it's, unbelievably overwhelming and i feel that way about all kinds of games you know <laughs> any kind of big giant like horizon or whatever you know they're all big and they yeah. require a lot of your time and this game just it's just the perfect size it really is and like i'm not even kidding you like the moment i finished it i started another playthrough i'm like i'm not ready to be done <laughs> and that's where you want to be right like that's yeah. that's where i want to be at the end of the game I want more. I don't yeah. want to feel like, oh my God, I'm so glad that's over. Now I can go back to work <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know? So yeah, I loved that. It is, it is 100% like, you know, we made a game that was like, when we were starting it, like, I think it was not going to be nearly as big as it was. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and it just kind of grew and grew and Good. we added yeah. more stuff to it. <laughs> and I think we managed to not go too far. Yeah. Like, I think we made a game that was like, yeah, you can you see how many islands there are you see how big they are you, and like they're plenty big yeah. there's a lot of stuff to do there is but we never wanted to hit you with like the ubisoft style like four billion icons do everything <laughs> you're going to be here for the next three years and yeah. there'll be two more games out in that time uh, right. you know like it <laughs> exactly. is it is it is very much like we wanted to make this something that you could potentially yeah. digest get through and finish you know uh and have the whole experience. Like, I, I'd much mm -hmm. rather have people finish the game, get the entire story, and feel like they've experienced a thing, you know, in its, its entirety, rather than, like, play it for twice as long and not finish it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. You know, as long as they don't feel like, oh, man, that was really short, you know? Oh, yeah, like, no. Uh, then, yeah. then I think we're okay. Yeah. Like, but, no, it but it is, you know, there's, there's enough stuff and enough variety, and, like, I don't think, you know, it's one of those games that, like, you know, you're always conscious of, like, you don't want to overstay your welcome. We we also like give you all your mechanics like very quickly, like within like forty five minutes or an hour or so. Yeah. You've got every yeah. tool you want, you know. Yep. And from there, it's just like getting better at those tools. Yeah, you know. And I yep. think you know, and then and what's what's great about it is it's not just getting better at those tools, like leveling up your ability to you know leveling up your stamina, being able to climb for longer or whatever, mm -hmm. or glide for longer. It's you leveling up your knowledge of the nonsense you can get up to in this game <laughs> you know so when you come uh, back yeah. again and do like a new game you know all the things and now yep. you can move around a heck of a lot faster than you could in the beginning
the themes, you know, a lot of themes in in here, which, it, you know, you've you've been there, done that, and and you're very good at it. So talk to me about you know coming up with some of the themes and what that felt like for you. So um, so there's a there's a few little interesting twists. The very first theme I came up with was the main theme was Chia's theme, mm-hmm. which we hear you know uh, kind of woven throughout. It's it is a is a thing that we return to. It gets sometimes mixed into some of the uh environmental music sometimes you know a lot of a lot of moments in cutscene scores mm-hmm. uh the <laughs> hysterically the actual instance where you hear the what is on the soundtrack the main theme the very first thing i wrote the very first thing we recorded like didn't have a home in the game for forever because you know where we were going to put it got replaced with you know, with with licensed music, which is one of the other things we haven't touched on, is like they mm. wanted to make sure that we had, you know, music by you know New Caledonia musicians, mm-hmm. like whole cloth, like in the game to kind of show this stuff, and it's great, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then you're kind of like writing stuff around that that bridges into those elegantly and comes away from those and so on and so mm. forth. So, you know, we didn't really have a home for that main theme until the last second, but uh like where it wound up i think is pretty good and it worked real well uh but like so there's this chia's theme there you know which which we hear in the very first uh song as well And yeah. then there's uh, the stuff we get for for Trey is like uh, the second song you have in the game, like that shows up, uh, you know, when we are when we're singing with him the first time we get to play the ukulele, uh, and then I kind of like reference back to it frequently whenever we interact with him later on or reflect on him. <laughs> There's a bunch of points where there's a, there's a lot of little things like that are like uh, every town has its own theme, which we've touched on. Yeah. The villain has uh, a little like a, a light motif, if you will, you know, that that I can kind of like reference and refer back to uh, whenever something sinister is happening or whenever we want to like, you know, it's, it's short enough that we can like weave it in throughout things. And, and since there wasn't like a big, like, ah, here's the bad guy moment, you know, there's no Imperial March moment in the, in the, in the game. (laughs) So we don't get to see, you know, that in it's like, you know, big form, but we get like Mm -hmm. big fanfare Mm -hmm. moments with it sometimes and sinister undercurrents in other moments. is there's so like a lot of the things like come out of like songs you know so oh, okay so like okay. uh so like when we have like uh willy willy's like you know there's a there's a scene there that is like 
um, I wrote the music for there's a, a moment when you get to this town. Uh, it's kind of the it's the farm farming town. So it's like very much like ranchers and uh, kind of pseudo sort of Western kind of sounding music, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and that stuff is uh, that that song. Like I pulled elements from that and it became also, you know, character motifs for like Louise and like woven into like the music for the town itself you know, yeah. as well. So it's all kind of like spinning yeah. out of that same kind of thing with, uh, Hunami, one of the other villages where like a lot of pivotal things happen, you know, yes. like the, the stuff that you have there, like is all built around, uh, the, the Pilu sequence where we have like this big dance and like the, the music in that kind of gets spun out and used in everything else. Sometimes I feel very clever when I go back and look at what I've done because it's all just like, wow, I totally planned that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, except it all just works. So it's great. You know, yeah, it's like on some level, my brain is doing what I'm what I mean for it to do. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, sometimes it's just actually like this was just to me. It felt like, oh, this is the way it has to be. This mm-hmm. is the way it should be, you know. Um, and so like that's that's kind of. Like the way it works, like so. There's a there's a, a kind of uh, again. I'm trying to not spoil things, but like there's there's themes for like uh, like the there's a a, a banyan tree uh, that figures prominently in a lot of situations. And se- a lot of situations. That's so vague. I'm being so vague. I'm <laughs> you sorry. should no. Do there's it. A, yeah. But like <laughs> there's a banyan tree that figures prominently in the plot uh, yes. <laughs> for reasons that I can't talk about. But it has a theme, you know, that you hear when you're near it and mm-hmm. as you enter it and at various like moments in the cutscenes that like uh, occur around it. like this uh it's just it's just this yes you know kind of just like this little it's just a little motif that like shows up and so when you enter like you know into the banyan tree i think you hear it like straight at the beginning as well yeah you know um and it kind of becomes like this uh strange like there there's there are ideas that i had for uh like the magic of the world as well. So there's like a, like mystical elements yeah. and some of it is like, so like I, you know, like bowed that, uh, that acoustic guitar, you know, oh, like cool. a, just the yeah. low E strings. You hear this weird drone and like ran it through a mm-hmm. bunch of processing, uh, you know, Valhalla shimmer and stuff like that. And like try to get like some weird kind of, uh, effect on it. And that like becomes like whenever there's something kind of magical, mystical, like that tends to be a thing that happens in the background, uh, we hear that, you know, several times there, uh, yeah. throughout the game. Uh, so like there are, there are some places that I kind of like earmarked as like 
spiritually significant or sacred or something like that. So you start to hear yeah. that in the background there. You hear it in the Banyan sequences. You hear it uh, uh, like when you are getting to uh, to Gutu, for example, the which is this little island that uh, sits off the coast. Uh, oh, is yeah, again kind yeah. of a, a kind of a more mystical place. The bon- the 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 actual the swamps themselves like also have like a kind of mystical quality to them. different things to different ideas you know yeah. the, 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 it is it's a big open world so like like one of the the key things was to give every place like figure out like a way to like okay this kind of landscape is going to have this music so we have music for the mountains on the 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 big island and music for the other mountains on the other island which is a different feel mm-hmm. you know music for you know, tra- like music for traveling over the sea, music for underwater exploration. Yeah. Uh, you know, they all have different themes, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, sometimes they'll reference the main theme because, like, also, like, you don't know when people are going to encounter things. But, you know, spoilers, there's also, like, a change that happens at a point in the game. And so, like, we had upbeat and happy town music, and now the town music is different uh in you know after that and so like so we have a a shift and there's different versions of those town themes that get spun up you know uh and trying to you know i don't know if i don't know if the average listener is gonna notice that but when they do (laughs) boy does it make my day I loved Ting a Ting village music in 5-4. I just was like, God, that's such a perfect island, like kind of like crooked groove, which I I just loved that so much. favorite thing is to like put like weird meters and make them sound not weird yeah like yeah it's just oh it's five four that's actually not even that weird in the grand scheme of things but it was like right i think it was yeah. like 13 i did a thing like in like 13 8 for for fossil echo and just like it was a jam it's like this is great we just like settle into this groove like it doesn't make any sense why is this sound so nice you yeah. know but like it really is just that that strange element of like Sometimes you could do fun stuff with, uh, you know, with meters and make it work. But Tinga Ting, like, especially is like, you know, for the longest time, it was just labeled like new village in our, in our, in our thing. It's the oh, new village. <laughs> cool. Uh, what's that? I don't know. Uh, new village. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be like, kind of like a sort of a fusion of like traditional stuff and like, you know, and, and, and more, uh, you know, like it's a, it's a fishing town. So like people go out and fish. like, yeah, we'll go with something a little, a little more quirky there. I don't know. Like yeah. that, that theme came to me and it was like, this, this actually works really well. It's a nice little groove. Mm-hmm. Um, 
actually like that one I think features pretty prominently uh, another instrument I picked up because of this. Again, I don't play guitar, but I bought uh, a U-Bass, uh, which is uh, a weird... Um, it's basically like a baritone ukulele body, but okay. with rubber strings strung like an electric bass guitar. Okay. Uh, and so it has this, like, you hear it a lot in this, whenever there's like a big, low, boom, kind yeah. of sound, and you hear it in, like, the uh, the music for... Uh, uh, for uh, what you call ting-a-ting as well, like where it's just like, you know, and you hear it a lot of the other ones too, but it's just like, it's the bass. Uh, oh, it's and great. it's just a different sound than your yeah. average bass guitar. You know, like it's it's rounder and kind of yeah. tubbier and kind of more like, it, it fills out a space. It sounds, yep. it ha- can have a, a kind of humorous aspect to it, maybe because of the weird rubber strings, but you know, <laughs> it, it, it's almost, it's almost like upright bass sounding at times. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, which I like. So you did, um, you know, the whole soundtrack is up on Bandcamp and in many other places. Um, yep. And, you know, uh, let's see, how many hours here on <laughs> the main soundtrack? I'm not <sighs> sure. It's like two hours and 15 minutes or okay. so and another yeah. another hour and change uh, for the beach sides. For the beach uh, sides, which tell yes. us about this because this is great. It's okay. with, complete with sound design, which just adds to the just island l- love yeah. So when I was putting together the soundtrack, when I was put, when I was working on the game, I very quick I realized like as we're closing in the last final months, I've, I've written like four hours of music for this thing. It's, yeah. There's so much music here. Uh, obviously, like some of it is uh, not like the kind of stuff you want to like put front and center on a soundtrack. But like, how can mm-hmm. I show this stuff well? What's yeah. the best way to do this? And I put together like a three plus hour soundtrack, and I'm like. Just maybe too much. Like I'm looking at like how is this gonna pre? How is this gonna flow? How is this gonna present uh, Mm -hmm. to the average listener? Uh, Like they might have liked it. Some people might have liked that. Uh, But I realized like okay, actually I can draw. um, I can draw some lines here and like say split some things off in a way that feels reasonable. And what I wound up doing was making two albums. There's the main album which has all the big moments all the songs, uh, all of the kind of big set piece musical bits, uh, a lot of the big cutscenes, uh, and basically like it's, it is the whole thing basically arranged in more or less chronological order. So it's obviously because it's an open world, you can approach things in a lot of different ways, but I'm like, okay, how, what will be the most musically fulfilling way to go through the game? And that is how I set up the main album. And it's just like, we have songs that are set up and, you know, sometimes recut or edited to like flow a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So you have a more, uh, a more pleasant listening experience going from one to the next, you know, but it is a more traditional album, but, uh, than, than the beach sides, yeah. which in production, we were calling it Chia and chill with a T because yeah. we're children. <laughs> anyway, I got a uh, kick out of that. It's so great. You're like, 
so sorry or whatever you said in the, <laughs> I'm so, yeah. so, I'm so sorry but that that made me laugh out loud that was it's, that was great and i loved it's it very dumb it was decided that was <laughs> that was too too immature to be the actual <laughs> title so we went with the beach sides uh yeah, which is only more marginally more yeah. mature uh <laughs> instead of the b sides the beach sides yeah, beach um sides. Uh, which, you know, again, but that honestly like that fits even better because like it is yeah. uh, the idea was like, OK, we have all of these really laid back tracks, like very mu- much more of the, the ambient side of the musical spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, simple like solo guitar and some back stuff, backing stuff and like listening to as I was putting stuff together in the game, like, um, you know, implementing everything in F mod. Uh, getting all the interactive music systems to work and kind of mm-hmm. play testing things. I found like sometimes it was just really nice to just drop in the ambiences for the places that like, you know, the the team over at uh, a shell in the pit did such a good job, you know, uh, with the ambient sound design, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, Millie Wissar and Michelle DeMundo did just a, just a tremendous job with just making these soundscapes that feel like, I, I, like you want to just marinate it you would just like live yeah. there yeah you know like you want to play it on a loud like a good sound system at a mo- eh, low volume and just have it fill your house mm-hmm. and playing that and like listening to some of the lower key music that i had done for some of these locations just was such a a pleasant and meditative experience like mm-hmm. just like like as I was testing stuff, just like it's playing, and I'm like, I let that loop way too many times, actually, because it was a really <laughs> nice time. And I'm like, what if I made that into an experience, an album experience? What if I took all of the more ambient music, some some of the, what if I took the ambient music, some of the the smaller uh, cutscene score moments that are nice, but like maybe they don't stand entirely on their own when like wove them together into something more substantial Mm -hmm. and then like presented that as a separate experience with the beautiful sound design that the, the team uh, over at a shell in the pit have put together Mm -hmm. as like a state set dressing, if you will, for this, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Uh, And that's what I did. Like, so there's a lot of stuff like most of the tracks have some kind of ambient element, like waves lapping on the beach, you know, mm-hmm. as you go through the soundtrack, like uh, as you go through like the beach sides again, it's kind of it's not as much chronological. It is somewhat chronological, yeah. but it also like intentionally like the way they built all of our ambiences, they have different times of day and you can smoothly progress throughout the day. And so the soundtrack's ambiences actually progress through like a couple of days of time, (laughs) you know, as you travel around this little tour of the islands. Uh, And so you get like, you know, some moments where, you know, it's dawn and we're on the beach, you know, and then we'll head inland and it'll be noon and you'll hear all the birds and all of the bugs and, you know, just like going, going to town, making all the sound. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, it'll be nighttime and it'll be a campfire in the forest or on top of a mountain. And we'll hear the sound of the wind and little crackling of the fire. And we'll hear music again as if, like, someone was there playing to us while we sat there. You know, that kind of thing.
And I wanted to kind of capture that in in like you know a a piece of uh, you know a, a piece of standalone you know uh, uh, musical art, if yeah, you will. That's yeah. very pretentious sounding to say that, but no. you know what I mean. <laughs> I know uh, what you mean. Yeah, man. And make it and make it function as a yeah. as a thing. And like I think that like doing that. Uh, like you don't miss those tracks on the main album, but they work so well yeah. uh, as this as this second thing, yep. you know, and uh, and like it keeps you from having like an incredibly long primary listening experience, and, yeah. and it also let me like <laughs> avoid the thing like sometimes you just want to put something on that's in the background, mm-hmm. you know, or if you're me, you put stuff on to go to sleep to, and yeah. there's nothing in this one that's gonna like mm-hmm. snap you out of that, but it will be peaceful and nice. Yes. Yeah. And especially right now where finally the weather's changing and the sun is oh, out. This is the kind of thing so you just want to put on and play in your house and just like yes. enjoy. You yes. know, so that's that's the story of the beach sides. I mean, I'm telling you, like, for, and I don't know how you feel about it. I'd love to know what you think about this because living, you know, in the northern clime, I sometimes really dislike playing sections of games in wintry spots. I'm like, I just, I'm just like, ah. This is too, it's too real, you know? And, and, and so. Just all that stuff in Skyrim where you're up in the mountains. Skyrim, it doesn't matter if it's Horizon, if it's um, Destiny, if it's any, any game that forces you into Red Dead, forcing you into a snowy. It, ah, I just don't, I don't like it very much. So I, I just loved being able to just marinate in that world of, of, just the islands and to not ever have to worry about being cold or slowing down because I'm walking through snow or any of that. It was just, it was bliss. It's, it's, it's nice. It Absolute is like, I, I, I have been there. Um, you notice that? Yeah. Do you notice I, it? I, I know. I noticed that like sometimes I literally will seek out games because of like the weather in the games or the climate <laughs> in the games. Like, yeah. Like, oh, when it's really like, like not always just like, oh, I got to compensate for the temperature here. Like, oh, it's a summer. I need to go like uh, go play the yeah. Banner Saga now. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need the snow, please. You know, yeah, but yeah. like there's definitely an aspect of that. Like I, so mm-hmm. much like I was writing, you know, back to back to what you're talking about way back at the beginning of this. And I have no idea if this will be in chronological order when you edit it. But, you know, talking <laughs> about like being an escape from yeah. the cold and snow yeah. like i was writing like this stuff while like chicago was lighting its train tracks on fire in that <laughs> negative 30 degree winter you know and like just like ah just channel the warmth let's yeah. go yeah. Uh, as i'm Amazing. wearing like three sweaters and a poncho in the basement with the space heater on and turning <laughs> it off to record and then turning it back on when i'm done you know yeah uh, yep it's a it's a real thing though. Like sometimes, like especially so like real. here, like you know, if you're, if you're like me, like you feel like you start to have like a bit of that seasonal seasonal affective disorder. Absolutely. The gray 
gets to you and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. sun, finally sun. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and like, yeah. if you can, like, I, I, I honestly, like, wildly enough, and this sounds so weird, like I'm hacking my brain, like, sometimes, like, you know, especially during the pandemic when we were, like, when it was at its height and we're just like inside all the time, mm-hmm. you know, I start to like escape that in like, say like VR, go to a sunny place yes. and like trick my brain into feeling like I'm outside, yes. you know, in the sun, it's even important. though in reality it's a gray rainy day or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. it matters and it's, it's weird. And yep. like having a game that you can kind of fall into and immerse yourself in feel like Mm -hmm. you're in that space like that can be really useful like that's a thing that we don't you know we haven't had that uh like i I think like games have reached a fidelity where we can kind of start to hack our brains just a little bit yeah you know uh to to kind of like oh yeah we can literally escape to a a colorful place like for Mm -hmm. a while it was like Mm -hmm. you know tooling around in in the uh, in the greek islands in oh, assassin's nice. creed odyssey you yeah, know yeah. like oh yeah give me some beautiful mediterranean yep. la- like landscape and yes. sun and olive trees and whatnot it's like great love mm-hmm. it love it yeah. um you know no snow here you know well, at least not right, <laughs> right? here you know, like and or if there was because we got up really high in a mountain it's like oh this is nice How about yeah this, this makes sense snow. yeah 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 so <laughs> It's just one of those things, you know, uh, and I'm, gl- I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> that a, a tropical oh. escape uh, was yeah. uh, was was effective for for, you know, you're not the only person that has said things like that. So, yeah, I didn't even realize how much this winter affected me until it was over, you know, and then I just I felt like I just came out of this deep hibernation. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I didn't even realize how much it had affected me until it was done and now that like i can bike again i mean it's just just having the windows open is yeah just a beautiful thing although today it's too hot for that see now yeah we just we snap yeah the midwest we snap right out like oh two weeks of beautiful weather it's too hot now close them up yeah exactly did you miss did you miss your chance to air your house out too bad (laughs) you know yeah you had like four days yeah yeah that's it yeah, but no, today, well, not today. There have been a handful of days, but I think we're in for kind of a stretch here of keeping the keeping the windows closed up now, which I, I almost resent more a little bit because I, yeah, that's a whole other, we could talk about that for another hour. But <laughs> The weather. <laughs> yeah, the weather, the weather. Um, but yeah, it just, just such a tremendously wonderful job, John Robert. I mean, as oh, always, you. really, but I mean, just... What an accomplishment for everyone on the team. I mean, just to have such a, uh, just the whole package, you know, it was just, you know, you learn something. I mean, I just could, there are so many benefits to playing this game. So I just can't encourage people enough. And your music certainly plays a huge role in that. So just what a fine job. Thank you. Uh, I'm really it makes me incredibly happy to yeah. hear you say that. I, I hope that like when people play it, uh, they feel the same. Like it, it, I we, hope so too. We worked really hard. Like all the people that yeah. contributed to the soundtrack, like worked really hard. Uh, and like we, we, you know, the game itself is 100% like a labor of love. And I, you know, I hope, uh, you know, I hope that I've done uh, New Caledonia justice uh, in my musical depiction of it, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something that I'm really happy to see the responses from people. You know, uh, it, mm-hmm. it just it's just been overwhelmingly positive. People are super enthused by it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, 
it's a beautiful escape and it's touching and it's uh it's moving and it's joyous and all those are things that i think like you know we don't necessarily get as much as yeah. that as we want you know games yeah. are frequently i mean our game is also about conflict to some degree but games are almost always yep. uh, a conflict uh like uh you know like it's 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 uh it's it's always war it's always violence yeah. um you know and ours like there is some violence there is some conflict yeah, but, but no it's killing right yeah you're not no, really yeah you're no. not yeah it's very violent no. free yeah. Yeah, it's it is it is very much like it's a different it entirely different vibe and yet does not uh it does not like how do I put this? It doesn't pull its punches in terms of like, oh, we're just going to make it fluffy and friendly all the time right. for kids. Right. You know, it's yeah. telling a there's serious some story. Spooky, yeah, and there's oh, some yeah. like there are some cinematics that are just like, "Whoa, that was creepy." You know? So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, there's some really good stuff there that we will not spoil, but yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. But play <sighs> but, uh, it, everyone play it, everyone listen to John Roberts' soundtrack. So, so amazing. So, thank you. Is there, and what did I leave out? I mean, there's so many more things to talk about, but. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope, uh, you know, uh, I hope I've touched on everything. Um, yeah. Is there we'll anything else you can. a ton of music can, in here. By all means. Uh, anything you can think of that I didn't answer? I don't think so, man. I mean, we covered, we did cover a lot and, uh, just what a, what an enjoyable chat as always with you, John Robert. <laughs> always a pleasure. Uh, yeah. I, I love chatting with you. You're a fantastic, uh, a fantastic person to talk to a fantastic interviewer. Oh, uh, this, yeah. this is, uh, this is always like a, a high point. Uh, whenever I, <laughs> whenever I release something, I'm like, do you feel like maybe you want to talk about it? It's like, it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> like, uh, of course I do. What are you fantastic. working on right now? Can you, that um, you can tell us? about what have you got I going? can tell you about a little bit of stuff uh right sure. now uh the next thing that you'll probably see for me is uh for the king 2 which oh, uh is uh it's in progress like we had a just had a uh i can i think i i don't think i'm breaking any rules saying this because we just had a big open not open a big closed beta but people could stream it and stuff like okay. that so oh cool yeah you know so there's a lot of music in that uh you know nice. i've been officially announced as a composer so i don't think i can spoil anything there uh that's in progress <laughs> that's coming along that's fun like again like delving back into uh kind of you know this this pseudo uh renaissance you know medieval early music kind of sound uh uh taking my newfound guitar skills not really uh <laughs> and running with them uh with a lot of like uh instruments i got a lute <laughs> i got an actual nice lute, oh uh, nice which, uh which i get to use as well awesome. as a bunch of other instruments of that sort uh lots of recorders and other instruments like some some weird double reeds and, and things like that and just oh, kind of cool. like you know again like doing this this small ensemble thing mm -hmm. uh as the primary voice and then like occasionally larger orchestra stuff uh for the bigger moments and, and like uh, kind of like you know that, that that very you know like some of the some of the things are revivals of themes from the first game uh and there's a lot of new stuff as well so it should be fun the art style is different the game is cool there's like a uh instead of just like two lines of guys that hit each other final fantasy style there's now like a slightly expanded grid with positioning on either side that okay. matters so it's if you think about like how like darkest dungeon handles like uh yeah. like oh front line middle line back line that kind of thing that kind of thing yeah. happen matters here but it's 
uh, on like a bit of spread so like you can like position your people in certain places or certain okay. squares could be rendered dangerous. So, you know, fun stuff like that. Uh, cool. It's it's a neat game. It looks like it's coming along really well. We're hopefully launching later this year. I can't nice. say any more than that because okay. one, I'm not privy to it all. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as soon as I hang up with you, I'm going to keep working on it. So, oh, nice, uh, nice. Cool. Uh, but uh but yeah so that's the next thing you'll probably hear from me uh other things i don't think i could talk about yet so okay we'll see uh but yeah that's uh awesome. that's that's where we are We'll see each other in person soon, but I, I'm just so grateful you are close and that we're friends and that you make music. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's wonderful yeah. to know you too. Like I honestly, like way back yeah. when, you know, I I I loved your podcast, uh, your your radio show, you know, yeah. back in the day, and like just mm-hmm. getting to, uh, just getting to like you know, I don't know, get, <laughs> being on the first interview with you was just like wow, I've arrived. The best thing <laughs> that was great. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really really happy to know you, and and yeah, you do likewise. a great thing. Okay. It's, it's it's great that we have you know there's a handful of people who are doing what you know the yeah. so sorts of things that you do and i'm so glad mm-hmm. that we have them uh in our strange weird video game music world Thank you for listening to Level with Emily. You can learn more about John Robert Matz, see a playlist, and support Level with Emily at patreon.com slash level. Check out the video of my chat with John Robert over on the Level with Emily YouTube channel, and please do subscribe there, get notifications so you don't miss any of our new videos on YouTube. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services. Composer Brad Gentle manages our YouTube channel. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media Inc. Here at Level with Emily, we're part of the Audio Podcast Alliance. It features a hand-picked selection of the very best podcasts about sound. You can hear the latest episodes from our friends in the community at audiopodcast.org.